and welcome to an Easter episode of the Sprouted Dreams podcast. I'm Abigail, your fairy godmother and host, and this week we are going to create a children's fairy garden Easter basket. Next week, we will be creating one for the adults. But for this week, let's have some fun and make one for the kids. The easiest and most wonderful thing about an Easter basket that you turn into a fairy garden is that you're able, of course, to put many of your miniature pieces into the plastic eggs, which the child can then open and utilize to create their fairy garden. And the creation is also part of the gift. You're not going to completely assemble or arrange the fairy garden yourself. You are going to put all of the elements together in a beautiful way so that when the child receives this basket, they are able to create their own garden. And this absolutely is part of the magic of fairy gardening, the creation, the ability to get your hands into the dirt, as well as the land of make-believe where you create your own little world. And this is part of the power within fairy gardening itself. So be sure to utilize the invisible tools, as well as the ones that you put into their basket so that they will be able to carry on this hobby throughout their lives and pass it on to their children and grandchildren as well. So of course, start with a basket, something that is within the color scheme of Easter, either neutrals or soft pastels, whites, beige, yellows. If you want to go into the blues and greens and pinks, you can, but I personally find it is easier for the children to start with a very basic color as their main piece and then add the colors to it because perhaps you don't know that they really hate purple or pink or whatever. You don't want to put something in there that the child is just like, oh, I can't stand blue. So try, in my opinion, For the basket and for many of your larger fairy garden pieces, choose something in either white, beige, or yellow. Next, you're going to choose a plant that has suitable care for the child's ability. If this child is very young and might forget to water its plant frequently, you might want to choose something in the succulent family. If, however, you are making this for a slightly older child that really loves gardening and plants, you can get a little bit more elaborate into more of a house plant or perhaps even something that is more of a challenge to them, like an orchid, for example. Make sure that the plant is completely healthy and thriving and in a sized pot that fits nicely into your fairy basket. Now, you can leave a bit of room for the plant to sit in the basket, and then there's some extra space around the sides. Sometimes the Easter baskets come in odd shapes, so you will want to fill that in with either a floral sponge or floral foam base, or you can add Spanish moss, or you can use some of the Easter moss that is available right now. Easter grass, Easter moss, it's sort of shredded paper or shredded film of some sort. They come in a variety of colors. And again, you could choose that in clear or perhaps an 
opalescent color or simply use the Spanish moss if you're going for more of a natural type theme. Again, choose your theme before you start so that you have an idea of what this child might like. If they really love rainbow unicorns and bright colors, you might want to choose some of the grasses that have more of an opalescent sheen rather than a very natural looking one or bark or something that is going to be a bit more of a nature theme rather than a very candy coated rainbow type theme. Once you have your plant in the basket and you see that it fits well, be sure that you add a waterproof bottom to the basket so that if the child decides they want to keep the plant in that basket, they are able to without destroying the basket. So it will need some water protection for when the plant is watered. So fit in either some sort of plastic base or a simple dish or something so that the basket stays protected. Now you are going to go ahead and fill in to the basket as well as all around the plants. And don't forget that you can leave things hanging over the edge or tied to a basket handle. And so you can put either candies or money or miniatures into an egg and then close the egg up with a bit of ribbon inside the egg and part of the ribbon sticking out and then close up the egg and then you can tie that egg onto the basket somewhere. I hope that makes sense. That way the ribbon is actually inside the egg as well as a long strand coming out from the egg. And once the egg is closed, it sort of traps that ribbon in there and makes it so that the ribbon can be utilized to tie the egg to the basket. Sometimes you run out of room if you want to put a lot in there. And it's always nice to add, like I said, candy or money, as well as some miniatures that you're going to encourage this child to put into this potted plant. Think of things that you can put into the eggs that are light and small. Fairy figurines, dragon figurines, gnomes, mushrooms, pieces of moss, beautiful stones, small bags of colored sand, little bits of glitter, and of course, as I said, money, candy. Perhaps you want to put in some beautiful pebbles or bits of bark, or you can even add the larger miniature pieces into the plant right away. So if you have a fairy house or a fairy door or a beautiful gnarled log that you're going to put in there as the main focal point, go ahead and put that into the plant because obviously that's not going to fit into an egg. So you can place that into the plant and leave that in the open. Don't forget to add little pieces of encouragement. It's nice to open up an egg and see something that you have handwritten specifically for that child, encouraging them in whatever they are interested in at this time, whether that's baseball or dance or playing with their dolls, whatever it is, you can encourage them with little pieces of paper, again, handwritten within these little eggs. My children have many of those from when they were young and they are now adults, but it's very touching and meaningful to them to receive these things, especially when you write them out in your own hand. 
So keep that in mind. Once you have assembled everything into eggs or placed in your potted plant, make sure that the piece is ready to give to the child easily in one package. If everything fits nicely into the basket and into this display simply by carrying it by the handle, then you're in great shape. If, however, you find things might jostle or get lost or perhaps you have a busy Easter Sunday and you want to make sure that everything stays together, get some large cellophane and wrap the entire thing in a few sheets of large cellophane and tie it up with a bow at the top and put the child's name on it. And in this way, all of your pieces will be sure to stay in one spot. I wouldn't leave the plant without air or sunlight for too long, but for a few hours, it will be just fine like that. I hope you enjoy making your children's fairy garden basket this week and be sure to come back next week so we can make something special for the adults in your life that might love a fairy or gnome too. Until next week, happy fairy gardening. This podcast was brought to you by Sprouted Dreams. Please visit sprouteddreams.com and find a fairy garden treasure that will bring your dreams to life at sprouteddreams.com.